VoiceAmerica.com welcomes you to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Now here's the host and founder of Rack and Roll Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. We're here. Good morning. And we're going to talk about regulation and the adult entertainment industry today. And I want to welcome David Edelman from Greenberg and Bass to the show. Good morning, Cindy. You got, you got to the office fast. Are you at the office? I am. Oh, my God. Well, first, before we go on and talking about important issues about adult entertainment, there are people from Performance Labs and its sister company, Diet Classics, that I forgot to mention when I had my Diet Classics show before the holidays. And I want to really say hi to Angela Bailey, my new girlfriend, who received the Bo Derek in the Morning Award because she's a beautiful person, and I'm really happy to be working with her, and Ignacio Torres because... I think I forget things in my office on purpose because they are so sweet and they're working in, you know, they're working in the war room for performance labs, diet classics, and they always have a smile on their faces and they have such great positive energy and it just really makes the workplace a different place. How is that? Good? That was great. We could use a Bo Derek in the morning at our office. Well, you know what? We'll see if we could rent her out. <laughs> <laughs> She's very attractive. Um, also a really dedicated mommy, and I have to say that Ignacio has a beautiful daughter, and he's a very dedicated daddy. They're not mommies and daddies together, though. Um, but I got to know them when we all went to our performance labs lunch, and they're both very, very, very sweet people, and I love seeing them every day. So there you go. I know Angela will be playing this for her whole family, and we'll get more listeners than Voice America can ever deliver. <laughs> and the other thing I have to tell you, just as a side, you know, people at Voice America know they they know that I have the rock and roll at AOL address with three L's, and I just got bombarded with email this morning from poor Richard A. Kaufman, the rock and roll with two L's, <laughs> with all the playmates that think I'm at rock and roll with two L's. <laughs> How confusing for Richard. Well, he kind of likes it. He's like, you know, I can't believe that I still get emails from Kim Hefner. (laughs) 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 You know, I mean, he's just sort of like perplexed, but he's so good, and I have to figure out something to do for him one day because he gets, like, emails from my Chinese class, and he gets emails from God knows who, and the poor guy is so good, busy lawyer in New York, and you know, manages to still send me all my emails. Well, perhaps that could be a show in and of itself, managing PR unwillingly. (laughs) A reality show. Exactly. I mean, you know, the things that this guy receives for the last five years, I, you know, I got to do something for this guy. God. And I was wondering why I didn't hear back from Kim Hefter. I'm like, hmm. And there she is with a really nice note. Well, anyway, what can you do? Let's talk about adult entertainment, huh? Okay, dokie. <laughs> All right. Well, we talked about a number of issues during our discussion last night, and one of the issues that seemed to be hot today, and I, by the way, I forgot my notes somewhere. They're probably in the garbage. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, you know, we were talking about regulation and new regulation about um, blocking adult materials from children, which has always been an important issue, but why is it new? Well, there's recent, there's, within the last couple of years, there's been a influx of new federal regulations on the, on making, to make sure that minors' 
will not um, appear in adult entertainment material and that the adult entertainment industry will not portray people as minors in their programming. Right. Okay. But this has always been an issue. Wait, say what the point is again. I thought we were talking about point one. Are we talking about the minors utilized in programming or making sure that minors don't... Um, well, there, the in terms of minors' access to programming, um, there has been a tightening of federal regulations in terms of um, website um, operators um, um, ensuring that there are several barriers to entry on um, on content that would not be suitable for minors so that it's to say it in layman's terms they've set up a system whereby um, website operators need to make people jump through a series of hoops uh, in terms of age verification and things like that before they can get to programming which the government has uh, decided is unsuitable for minors. Okay, well, you know, this is not a new issue because even though the Internet is fairly new in terms of how large it's gotten and how people prefer to use it for their adult entertainment needs, you know, this has been going on for a long time in terms of magazines and videos and, you know, all of the things that, you know, are prehistoric compared to new media today. And um, I think that, you know, even though it's a pain that the adult entertainment industry should be, you know, responsible and applauded for making it difficult for minors to get access. Oh, absolutely, they should. And it, it, with the with the proliferation of the internet and the huge numbers of sites that are out there, the biggest problem is obviously enforcing those regulations. I mean, how can you possibly patrol all of the websites that are out there without you know having a team of you know a huge team of people? Um, uh, um, you know, reporting problems and, and then, uh, you know, how do you go about, uh, enforcing them and, and prosecuting those who violate those laws? It's a, it's an immense, it's, it's continues to pose an immense challenge. Well, it does, but, you know, the bottom line is, shouldn't the parents be really regulating what their children are doing? I mean, what kind of parent wouldn't be regulating what their children are doing? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I know you're a parent, as am I, and uh, you know, uh, it all it all starts with us as it, parents. Well, there's a lot more dangerous things out there, you know, aside from a kid happening to, you know, fall upon, you know, some racy sites. I think that the issue is even more over is the fact that there are really sickos out there, and you have a 14 year old girl talking to, you know. Um, <laughs> a, a, a full-carded pervert, okay? Right. And we know of too many sad cases where, you know, the pervert is sending, you know, money to this girl to get onto a plane and come visit him in some godforsaken unknown area. And that's what parents really have to be aware of. Right, and those are things that are almost impossible to regulate um, on the front end 
um, at a at a governmental level because you know these the, you know chat rooms and things like MySpace, uh, you know those are those are not regulated. No, it, because exactly. anyone can sign on to them. Anyone can can interact in them, and uh, it, it's a huge danger for well, for kids and and obviously for their parents. Well, that's why we have to use this as an urgent public service announcement to tell parents to check out what their kids are doing on the Internet. I know that you've done it. I know that I've done it. And although the kids get very annoyed about it, like, hey, you know, I'm on the Internet, we have the rights, power to the parents, okay? We have the rights in our homes to say, let me see who you're talking to. I want to see what you logged into in the last 15 minutes. And if they don't get it, just take the computer away. They don't own it. Right, right. And, um, you know, I think that this is a place where parents can get very intimidated by teenagers who, you know, all of a sudden get, you know, sort of an attitude because they're trying to grow up and want to sort of sow their wild oats and see what's out there and create their own independence. But as long as they're living under our roof, um, you know, I think that we have to really put our feet down and say, hey, you know what? It's our responsibility to look out for your safety. And um, not many parents do it. And it's not very different from making sure that a kid doesn't buy alcohol or doesn't buy cold pills to get a high or, you know, to buy a Playboy magazine in a store when it's on the high shelf. Uh, yeah. And, you know, and, and apart from being vigilant in terms of watching what your kids do, it's it's easy enough you know the the internet service providers these days are are uh, have have blocking mechanisms within them that which really require only a few minutes of a parent's time to go ahead and set up in the computer system which uh would be a huge help as well no absolutely and the same thing happens for you know digital tv you know premium cable mm-hmm. you know lock boxes is not they're not a new concept and they're technologically um, improved now, where, yes. you know, yes. a, a parent can program, you know, their guide so that kids can't go into that stuff. Yes. Okay. Well, anyway, I'm glad that we both agree on that issue, um, and I, you know, I, I really hope that the adult entertainment industry takes this very, very seriously. Well, I, you know, the believe me, there's there's enough business being done in the adult entertainment industry without the need for them to exploit minors. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's exactly right. I know that we were talking about some other issues too. While we're talking about minors, another hot spot which has developed over the last, you know, five to ten years, but still. It, you know, has programmers pretty concerned and worried is the fact that they may have engaged a minor to act in one of their films or appear in one of their magazines. And, um, you know, I know that Variety and The Hollywood Reporter was, you know, screaming headlines for quite some time about how, you know, conventional movie companies were really, really concerned about this because the FBI really wanted to crack down and research backwards, right? Yes, and and the FBI is being very proactive in terms of enforcing new regulations which place a um, huge record-keeping burden 
on adult entertainment content providers to make sure that they are not only employing people of age, but also um, not producing programming which would depict depict people not of age. No, exactly right. But again, you know, this is a serious issue. You know, we, you know, there are so many, um, you know, so be it starlets that come in from another country and they don't have appropriate documentation. So, you know, one of the things that I have to say is, is rather than guessing what their age might be or believing it when they say, you know, that they're 18, I think that it's really, really important for, in an international case, for the programmer and the entertainment company to hire immigration lawyers who know what they're doing so that it seems as if that, you know, these companies are doing their due diligence. Um, yeah, you would think in a perfect world, yes, hiring an immigration lawyer and making sure that um, all of the records are in line would be the best of all possible worlds. But, Cindy, I'm sure you know that um, producers of adult entertainment content really aren't working with budgets that would afford them the ability to do that. Um, so there's... There, you know the the new federal regulations have put forth the certain minimum documentary requirements and that's what most people are are focusing on right now no it's true but you know you have to ask the question if you don't have the budget should be you be hiring people that you're not sure whether they're 16 or not right well it it isn't necessarily a um a the issue of hiring Foreigners, it's distributing foreign content in the United States, so that on the front end you have to make sure that you are buying foreign produced content, which has all of which has all of the records in in place. So in a way, the the federal regulations have found their way onto foreign soil and are influencing the way. Um, foreign productions are made. Okay, so what kind of heat, and we could talk about this in the next segment, the question is, is what kind of heat and responsibility does a domestic purchaser of programming have when they're importing programming? Listen, we have to take a break. We'll be back in a minute. Okay. Bringing you around the world, right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties. At Rack and Roll Productions, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production with 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E! Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment that's R-A-K-N-R-O-L-L entertainment Dot com or call 1-818-597-0700. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio. Rock and Roll Productions, we do it all. www.rakandrollentertainment.com 
Muscular Development presents Noble Radio, bringing you the latest news, gossip, and controversy from the world of bodybuilding. Uncensored, uncompromised, and unrestrained in true MD style. Hosted by the infamous muscle mob, Larry Pepe, John Romano, and Dave Palumbo. Welcome top IFBB professional bodybuilders, industry insiders, and characters you won't find anywhere else every week. Noble Radio broadcasts each Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. If you've ever wondered what the Stern Show would sound like if Howard was a bodybuilding fan, then tune in and find out. Noble Radio, uncensored, uncompromised, unrestrained. Mom? Dad? How long should I wait for you? Mom? If I'm at soccer practice. What if something happens? Will you come get me? There's no reason not to have a plan in case of a terrorist attack. Mom, if you're not home, should we go to the neighbor's house? And some extremely good reasons why you should. Can you tell me? Everybody should have a plan. Take five minutes to talk about where you'll meet and how you'll get in touch with each other in an emergency. For other things you can do to be prepared, visit www.ready.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security and the Ad Council. The powerhouse of Internet Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. If you have a question or comment, call in toll free at 1 866 472 5788. Now back to the show, here's Cindy Rakowitz. And we're back with David Edelman, prestigious adult entertainment expert and regulator from Greenberg and Bass. And um, we're talking about something very important, which is the regulation of adult entertainment. But I must say that David Edelman is known to be one of the best intellectual property attorneys in the universe. And also, if you hire David Edelman and Greenberg and Bass, he will take care of you and he won't charge you for your Xerox copies. How was that? <laughs> it was my way of giving, you know, sort of a giveaway so people would call you. And they could call. Thank you for the plug. It's amazing how many, uh, lawyers will, uh, still, um, in this day charge a client for every cup of coffee they drink. Wait, hold on a second. Engineers, can you please shut off the background music? Engineers, can you please shut up the, thank you. Okay. <laughs> now they have a new host calling in today, so Ruben told me that they were going to be a little, uh, you know, a little sleepy on our show. <laughs> so I have to be a little bit more aware of these things, but, <laughs> you know, uh, he's apologizing on the air because Ruben, we know, is the absolute best, but hey, what were you saying about, oh yeah, amazing how lawyers can charge for little things like a paperclip these days? Yes. Well, Greenberg and Bass doesn't do it. Call David Edelman at 818-382-6200, extension 137, and make sure you get the most for your money and protection with the law. How's that? Thank you, Cindy. That was <laughs> I couldn't have paid for a better plug. <laughs> Take the law into your own hands. Rely on trusting lawyers like David Edelman. 818-382-6200. 6200 extension 137 I had the you're you're our Derek in the morning Cindy <laughs> Well only when I have the cornrows really I I see Angela every day and I'm like I used to have those <laughs> <laughs> I I told I told Angela that you know when we had our lunch together that I was working for an urban magazine for quite a long time called Unleashed and that um you know I what I often do when I become an integral part of the staff is take on their culture. And I was running around every day with beautiful braids just like she had, and they called me Keisha. <laughs> you know what she said? What? 
Angela said, they could have come up with a better ghetto name than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a ghetto name. You do. It's, it's Deliver. It is. But you know what? You know it wasn't that? Unleashed that gave you that. It was Chronic. <laughs> <laughs> Even worse. <laughs> but, you know, Unleashed Magazine certainly considered you a brother. Big D. Big yes. D. Yeah? Yes. Okay. Well, we could go back to talking about adult entertainment, but really, if you have any kinds of legal needs, Greenberg and Bass are really the best. They're, I've seen many, 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 many law firms in this life of mine, worked with many, many, many law firms, negotiated with many, many, many law firms, um, and Greenberg and Bass truly care about their clients. And there's a not, not a lot of law firms that I can say that about. They don't even call you back. <laughs> <laughs> but we won't mention any names, will we, David? <laughs> <laughs> no, we won't. Okay, but anyway, back to adult regulation. We were talking about the fear of American programmers who are buying international films, and then they're finding that in these international films are girls that are 13 years old. Am I correct? Yes. Okay. So, you know, where does the liability fall? Is there room for a mea culpa? How is it being handled? Well, it, you know, to the extent that you can't, uh, you know, go back and produce sufficient records, I think it really forces U.S. programmers to think about taking product off the market. Just like that. Just like, you know, no, um, you know, n- you know, no examination phase, no nothing. Just well, like... no. There is certainly, an, you know, the internal examinations are done. But you know, frankly, Cindy, this is not like taking Gone with the Wind off the market. There's, you know, hundreds and hundreds of of new con new content being produced every day. I mean, every week, and people aren't necessarily interested in, you know going back and getting content which is, you know, years old. I mean, it, it's easy, content is easily replaced. Right, right. Okay, so what are there any cases that can be marked as a precedent for where this happened, where it was publicized, or at least on record, that a conventional American broadcaster went, whoops, well, the, the regulations are so new that there isn't a lot of court uh, established court precedent on the subject at all. The regulations are a little over two years old, and the first year, uh, the first couple of the first months of enforcement um, by the FBI encountered some legal problems. Most of them um, uh, um, procedural in nature, not necessarily. Um, Related to the essence of, of the regulations, and you know the the FBI has just become more uh, more smart in the way they're going out and and investigating um, content providers and producers. So there isn't a lot of uh, there isn't a lot of court precedent now because it's new, and and the challenges that were mounted early on in the game again were largely procedural in nature. Right, but you know there could be the fear that there's a witch hunt. Well, there is. There certainly is that fear in the industry right now. Um, when you know a lot of these companies have been operating for a heck of a long time, and 
you know, when the regulations first came out, there was a big push to go ahead and make sure that all of your content was uh, would meet the the standards imposed by the regulations. So, um, yes, the, listen, the the regulations were passed in the first place in the middle of the George Bush administration. The you know the the conservative right certainly wants to mount a witch hunt on the adult entertainment industry, and uh, and. And by making these regulations um, and enforcing them, they've they've really ratcheted up the game to a whole new level. I mean, there's some severe criminal um, penalties involved in violation of these regulations. I mean, there was a famous, you know, the the uh, gentleman who started the Girls Gone Wild um, situation was was probably the most um, Famous violator um, at this point, and, and they reached an out of court settlement. Well, yeah, I, I mean, it was highly, highly publicized, so since it's public information, we can say that it was Joe Francis. Um, and, you know, listen, the adult entertainment industry was very, very concerned when this all happened. We know that Joe Francis is a very um, successful, you know, found a very successful formula for himself. You know, um, we know that he was living the lifestyle. You know, he had his own yacht and he was flying on private planes and all of this kind of stuff. And you know, the question that I have, you know, if I if I had Joe Francis on the show today, is you know, what were you thinking in terms of you know consequences? Because yes, he openly went to public places, and that probably was his weak defense. Okay. Hey, I go to public places. These people are there. Uh, you know, I'm just covering the news. But obviously, you know, when you're dealing in adult entertainment, you have to be so cognizant of how old people are. Yes, yes. And wouldn't you agree at this point that that this gentleman is really operating an empire, and he has people out there working for him and doing whatever they do, and it's just a hard process to manage. Well, it's really not. I mean, you know, coming from the adult entertainment industry myself, it's like, you know, I, you know, there was nothing that Playboy Television ever did or, you know, Playboy.com ever did where a producer wasn't asking for releases and, you know, making sure that these people were of age. It's sort of the responsibility falls upon the people who are out in the field. And if, you know, if Joe Francis was out in the field himself, you know, it's something that he should have thought about. But, you know, to be a little bit sympathetic, again, his whole empire was created on, you know, some form of reality programming, you know, where you go out to the best parties in the world and whoever's there, you videotape, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sort of, it's sort of risky. I just would, you know... I mean, I would have advised, like, hey, do you know how old these people are? I mean, that's a frequent question that's asked by adult entertainment production companies who know what they're doing. Well, and, and yes, and, and that's true. And our job um, is really to advise clients of these new regulations and make sure that they have hard and fast systems in place which are never violated so that um, they can they can walk walk the walk and talk the talk if if the FBI ever comes in and decides to look over their files. Well, this is a reason why everybody should look up David Edelman at this year's AVN conference, 
<laughs> in Las Vegas starting January 9th, right? Uh, yes. I'm sure that all of your listeners go to that AVN conference. Well, remember, all of my listeners, you know, listen to me because they know that I was a Playboy executive, so they might. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, that convent, the adult entertainment expo, as they call it, is a whole different world. No, it really is, and you really ought to call David Edelman at Greenberg and Bass, 818-382-6200. Now, listen, they're going to cut me off, so stay on till the next break, okay? Okay, thanks, Cindy. All right. Unlimited talk at your fingertips, voiceamerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties. At Rack and Roll Productions, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production with 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E! Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment. That's R-A-K-N-R-O-L-L entertainment.com. Or call 1-818-597-0700. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio. Rack and Roll Productions. We do it all. www.rakandrollentertainment.com. The ability to wield power, shape the environment and the outcome, and the desire to make things happen are essential characteristics of all great leaders. Explore the essence of leadership from an insider's point of view on Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio, international coach, consultant, and advisor to leaders for over 20 years. Get the unvarnished, inside story on how leaders in the spotlight take the critical decisions that deliver exceptional, real-world results and why they sometimes spectacularly and publicly fail as well. Tune into Leadership Intuitions for a behind-the-scenes look at what gets great leaders up in the morning and what keeps them up at night. Go beyond the conventional advice about what great leaders are and what they do and learn how to create your own personal legacy as a leader. Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio broadcasts each Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Leadership Intuitions, power, achievement, relationships. Join Patricia Raskin, host of Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com, Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This program brings you practical and inspiring principles for living a more authentic, engaging, and passionate life. Patricia's guests will give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. So tune in and call in to Positive Living, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. Bringing you around the world, right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com Cindy Rakowitz has won more awards than she can hang on her wall, including three Clios. Call in now at 1-866-472-5788, and you can have one. Okay, maybe not, but she will answer your questions. Now back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. 
We are back with David Edelman from Greenberg and Bass, and we're talking about regulation in the adult entertainment industry. And if you haven't listened to the first two segments, you're going to be in trouble. How do you like that, DA? Cindy, keep it going, baby. <laughs> well, I, you know, this is what I do for a living. I, I plug people. <laughs> I'm not. I'm in plug relations. Public relations just talks to people. Plug plug relations. You ignite. What can I say? <laughs> well, you've ignited a wave of excitement around our office this morning. I hope everybody's jumping up and down and saying, "Oh my God! Listen to David and Cindy on the air! Oh my God! She's plugging Greenberg and Bass! Oh my God! We have to put it on the website." <laughs> And meanwhile, we're both dying with cold, so we must sound like an Alka-Seltzer commercial. <laughs> but I think everybody should take Diet Classics. That's right, Diet Classics. Lose the weight for half the price. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, uh, yeah, I got your email. Okay. Now, and I got all the emails from Richard A. Kaufman, so I'm a little distracted. <laughs> but it just goes to show you that people in the entertainment industry always stay in touch. I mean, I was wondering where a lot of my Playmate friends had disappeared to, and they all wrote to Richard A. Kaufman. <laughs> so people should know that even though I have left the adult entertainment industry, you know, I think that you know, I would highly, highly recommend that any of my friends, you know, who are models or actors, you know, some of them we run into at the polo lounge, whatever the case may be, it, you know, I hope that they really have great legal counsel and re legal representation, um, you know, to look out for them and make sure that even though they might have sex for a living or simulated sex for a living, that they don't get screwed. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's an area where you have to have protection. And I'm not only talking about adult entertainment. I'm talking about conventional mainstream entertainment as well. And sometimes it's really hard for a new actor to find it in their budget. But, you know, there are ways to work these things out. For example, if you have a webmaster and you're doing really well, you can't keep that, you know, you can't keep that $15,000 that you bring in and hits for yourself. You have to make a deal with a lawyer to protect you. Yes, totally. <laughs> See? Totally. It's very, very practical. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, these websites for, you know, women in the adult entertainment industry, um, you know, can be very lucrative, particularly if you figure out how to do it right and... Um, you know, and, and Cindy, as in any other, any other, uh, you know, um, entertainment situation, whether it be music, acting, whatever, the new are always exploited by the system, and um, you know, with with people trying to set up um, internet sites for themselves, you know, there there has to be. You need really need someone on your team to make sure that you're not that you're getting what you should be getting out of the relationship. So call David Edelman at Greenberg and Bass eight one eight three eight two six two hundred extension one three seven. Don't talk to anybody else at Greenberg and Bass. Just David Edelman. <laughs> Say Thanks, I want you. my David Edelman. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, so let's continue to talk about this. We also talked about a really new, fascinating um, sort of explosion that's happening in the legal industry where two regulatory arms are sort of butting heads with each other, and that's um, property versus First Amendment. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, as you know, uh, when you go to law school, you really you're, you're people are really fascinated by you know they want to get into meaty constitutional issues, and and the adult entertainment industry is really in the middle of one of those meaty constitutional issues now, and it really involves the the interplay between First Amendment freedom of speech law and the and the real property regulation law which which is um, delegated to um, localities in terms of them being able to regulate um, their city and how their city is going to look and what's going to be in their city and um, the the conflict has become um, has developed over municipalities attempting to regulate any adult entertainment industry out of their um, city um, boundaries, um, and and the adult entertainment industry um, people trying to assert their their First Amendment rights. So so the courts are almost daily forced uh, being faced with lawsuits where a someone in the adult entertainment industry, and we're we're talking more about retail industry in this, you know. In, at this juncture, people that that um, you know sell films, books, toys, whatever, on a retail level, um, that are challenging city regulations, who are, are essentially zoning them out of existence. Well, that's not very fair. We'll have to talk about that later. Of course, we might have Jessica James calling in, um, but that sounds like it's not fair. <laughs> Not fair at all. The courts are actually coming to a good resolution, which which we could talk about uh, whenever whenever you want. But you know the you know the courts are are, are basically acknowledging both uh, both uh, both aspects of the law. You know, you know that, but telling the cities you can legislate how you want your city to look, but you have to provide um, these types of retailers at least some. Ability to operate within your city, within your city um, boundaries, and they have to. And so, anyway, that's that's how the courts are coming down on the situation generally. Well, it's a, it's, that's a good sign. We're going to have to take a break, and we'll be back in a few minutes. Okay, thank you. Streaming the world over, voiceamerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties. At Rack and Roll Productions, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production with 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E! Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. 
visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment. That's R-A-K-N-R-O-L-L entertainment.com. Or call 1-818-597-0700. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio. Rack and Roll Productions, we do it all. www.rakandrollentertainment.com. West Coast Business Review and host Amy Campbell presents Show Me the Business. Each week, you'll hear exciting guests give you vital information on advancing your business and career. Learn how others have built their empires, from best-selling authors to renowned entertainers. Listen every Tuesday, 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Pacific time on voiceamericaradio.com. Visit our website at www.westcoastbusinessreview.com. West Coast Business Review's Show Me the Business, connecting you to the business world. Free yourself from the prison of your conditioned thoughts and destroy barriers that hinder your success. Tune in to Empowered Living, Life, Truth, and Being Free with host, speaker, writer, and personal coach Steve Maraboli. Steve and his expert guests take you on a quest for truth and highlight philosophies and strategies that help you release your greatest self. It's time to shake off mediocrity, destroy personal barriers, live up to your greatest potential, and align with happiness, success, and excellence. With Empowered Living, Life, the Truth, and Being Free with Steve Maraboli. Broadcasting every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Empowered Living, Life, the Truth, and Being Free. Release the power within. The powerhouse of Internet Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Get free advice from crisis communications guru Cindy Rakowitz now. Call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now let's get back to more Stars of PR. Here's your host and founder of Rack and Roll Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. We're back and we broke a little early before David Edelman, Greenberg and Bath. I'm sorry. That's all right, Cindy. <laughs> that's all right, Cindy. No, something just came in that's fascinating. Remember I told you about the fact that there was a group of people that were featured on Stars of PR a couple of weeks ago who were seeking the truth behind 911? Yes. Um, well, now a press release went out this morning that Philip J. Berg, Esquire, is seeking the truth of 911, calls the world community to arrest and try Bush and Cheney for global crimes. So this press release went out. You know, first thing this morning, and um, you know he is Peter Berg associated with the people you had on your show a few weeks ago. Well, he's representing them. It says Berg is a former deputy deputy attorney general of Pennsylvania, former candidate for governor and U.S. Senate, an attorney with offices in Montgomery County, Pennsylvania, an active practice in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, who prior here too has filed a RICO lawsuit against Bush and others. <laughs> Isn't that fascinating? Cindy, the fact that you're on the cutting edge of such remarkable news is great. Oh, God, David, that was so boring. No. (laughs) How relevant is your show? The show is very relevant, but it only has an underground audience. (laughs) But the people who really know what's going on listen to my show. (laughs) But you know what? The press are really going to have to talk about this because even though they... Even though Philip Berg decided to use racketeering, it's a very relevant lawsuit. <laughs> well, Cindy, I really think that um, we're going to, in the years to come. We're going to hear a lot about 
this administration and uh, its relationship to 911 and all of the other Middle Eastern events. Well, I'm trying to make the, because this is just in and because this is a show that's talking about, you know, law, mm-hmm. I just felt that I had to be the first to let people know. And, um, you know, I really encourage people who might be listening who want more information to call Philip Berg, Esquire, on his phone. He's giving his cell phone, 610-662-3005. And, you know, he could be looked up at philipberg at aol.com, and that's Philip with one L. Um, And more information about the truth behind 911 is www911. I think it's fourthtruth.com. God, my eyes are really going. This is a sad day for everybody. (laughs) Well, anyway, look up the email addresses that I've just given all of you and see what's going on. It seems like this is the first serious lawsuit against the Bush administration, and I think it's about time that people learn the truth of what's really going on. You know, well, I, Cindy, maybe this uh, Mr. Berg uh, got the idea from listening to your show. You never know. Well, he might have because I did have one of the people, you know, who started this whole thing up on my show. You know, it's all connected. And you know how I love government conspiracy. Yes. <laughs> it's one of my favorite topics. <laughs> anyway, going back to the mundane adult entertainment. <laughs> Which, you know, the Bush administration should really stop focusing on busting what the creative community is doing in America and focus on world security, don't you think? Yes. <laughs> yes. Let's go talking about, you know, this new explosion that you and I started to talk about that I cut you off when we were going over it. Property law versus First Amendment. Why don't you repeat it? Well, uh, let me give you an example. And uh, in Los Angeles, if you're driving around on Sunset Boulevard, you're uh, in in West Hollywood. You're obviously going to drive by the Hustler store. It's a it's it's a huge store. Has a, a, a great location. Um, who would have thought that driving down in the middle of of the streets, you'd you'd see Hustler with a huge store? But if you go inside the Hustler store, you'll see that about 75% of the floor space in the store is devoted to materials which aren't necessarily adult entertainment materials. Those materials are, you know, confined to a small floor percentage percentage of the floor area, and they're, uh, you know, in a, in an area that's sequestered and barriered, and and you know has signage which makes sure that you can only go in if you're of a certain age. Right. Um, that's that's a model example of how a the First Amendment can coexist with municipalities' attempt to regulate their borders, which is okay. You know, you you'll allow us to be at this location if we, you know, agree with you that our retail um, that we're going to regulate how we what we sell and how we sell things in our store. But there's Cindy, as you can imagine, throughout this country, there's you know the, there's not uh, you know the, the cities that are as progressive as West Hollywood or Los Angeles um, can probably be counted on our respective fingers and toes. There are you know, there is there are lawsuits popping up every day throughout the country, um, a, a huge amount in the Midwest and the South 
where um, where municipalities are really attempting to legislate any adult related businesses out of their borders and the courts are not necessarily buying those arguments by municipalities because of the strong first amendment and free speech rights associated with um, um, the adult entertainment industry well you know i have to really say that you know yay for you know yay for the american judicial system and i don't say that very often <laughs> you know for you know obviously you know the people of the courts and the people that regulate the courts and the people who you know make decisions in the courts you know are finding that you know first amendment in commerce you know takes a precedent over you know property ownership and at least somebody is thinking about the business owner and the people who want to engage in this business. Hello? Um, yeah, but but it's not necessarily that they take precedence. It's allowing them to coexist. When a conservative, when the, the, the conservative right in many parts of this country would just as soon um, wipe them out. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it goes back to the case that you remember that I worked on, which was poor Grandma Ott. And, you know, that was in Broward County, Georgia. It's a little different, but, you know, the government decided to um, do an internal examination on this old lady, okay, and arrest her because she was simply selling adult materials in her store, which she had the right to sell those adult materials in her store. And you know what happened? The ACLU came down on Broward, Co- on Broward County like a hammer on a pile of dough, and I think that Grandma Ott became the local hero for eternity. Yay, Grandma Ott! I mean, I know. Again, it's a little different. I'm not doing apples and apples here, but you know, it, you know, people have to really think. Authorities have to really think. Am I working within the confines of the law? And the problem with a lot of local authorities is they make personal decisions based on their own history and their own opinions, and they think something is against the law, and it's not. Or they're bowing to the whims of their constituency. Yeah, well, you know what? They don't... (laughs) Who gave them that right? (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to bow to the whims of my constituency every day, but, you know, people that have heads on their shoulders who aren't inbred, you know, know that they can't just do that. (laughs) Um, but you know it's even though it's not an apples and apples conversation i just want to say that i wanted to bring you know to the surface things that happen when people want to take control on their own and make their own decisions and i think when it comes to real estate and first amendment there are a lot of voices that are really looking out for their own best interests well, I don't know that there's many rights more sacred than in our Constitution than the right of free speech, and thank God that the that you know our courts are the watchdog for our Constitution and ultimately the backstop for all of the challenges that are mounted to it. And I hate to sound like a hokey lawyer right now, but you know the the Constitution is a living and breathing document, and and uh, you know and one which we have all held in high esteem for centuries. And, uh, you know, 
again, this is, this is one area where where the courts seem to be coming down in the right way, preserving the right and yet making sure that you know um, people can still um, you know don't have to have it in their face. Well, they always seem to. Again, you know, growing up in the adult entertainment industry, um, you know, I think that I could, you know, say with great confidence and experience that, you know, most of the lawsuits that we had to deal with at Playboy Enterprises, you know, were connected somehow to First Amendment issues. And we always prevailed, you know, on the most part. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we didn't prevail when intellectual property became involved. But, you know, in terms of things that the First Amendment protected people, you know, protected people in doing, I mean, it really seemed to be a powerful, powerful, you know, arm. Absolutely. Hey, look at, you know, Booble and Google. Yes. You know, I mean, you your, know, the does owners your audience of Google. Know about that? Huh? Does your audience know about Google and Google? Yeah, they do. Um, I, I had, you know, some of the spokespeople from Google on the show a couple of years ago, particularly when Google filed a complaint against Google and, you know, and had to withdraw. And, uh, yes, they all know about it. It's like, you know, if you want to parody something, you have the right to do it. And, you know, the First Amendment, you know, that's what the First Amendment basically protected. Right. You know, who's to say you can't do parody? Right. You know, and it was a joyful day for the people that ran Booble. (laughs) As it should be. And the coverage that, you know, the company got, you know, in terms of sympathy for the little guy was unbelievable. Well, listen, David Edelman, Greenberg and Bath Law Firm, prestigious lawyer who everybody should hire. Um, we have three minutes to close. Jessica was nowhere to be found. Um, I'm sure the adult entertainment star that was supposed to uh, appear this morning on the air probably was working a little late last night. Well, they do work very, very late hours, don't they? I think so, most probably. <laughs> But that's okay, you know. Jessica, James, you could come on to the show any other time that you want to. And um, David, I we have to come to a close. We have about a minute and a half. But it was really a pleasure having you on the show. And I have to apologize to our listening audience because David and I both have the most horrible colds in the universe, and we're both trying to make believe that we don't have one. Well, I couldn't tell you had one. Oh, come on. <laughs> Other than the fact that you can't read papers that are sitting in front of you, well, no, your eyes well, just are came hearing, in on okay. the internet, you know. <laughs> well, listen, it's been a pleasure. Call David Edelman, Greenberg and Bass, if you want to be protected. Um, thank you for joining our show today. Thank you, Cindy. I okay. really appreciate the opportunity and of everything that you've uh, said about me and our law firm today. Thank you. Well, hooray! There you go. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Please come back next and every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific time for more insider information on the world of public relations with Cindy Rakowitz on Stars of PR. We'll see you next week.